You're listening to GCSE Revision with Jazz and today we're going to be doing topic 9, chemistry of our atmosphere, which is a paper 2 chemistry topic and if that's something that you think you need help with, this will be the perfect place to start. So keep on listening. Every time I do that intro, I feel like, okay, did you, if you watched Disney Channel as a kid, you'd know that before the ads, they would have like the actors the child actors come on and they would have some kind of like wand or stick, I don't know. And then they would go, hi, you're watching Disney Channel. And then they would make a little heart shape with their wand. And every time I do that intro, that's exactly what I feel like. Just thought you should know that. Anyway, we're doing topic nine, which is the shortest topic in the whole of the chemistry specification, right? So this is also the easiest because it's just climate change, which isn't that hard because if you take geography as well you do climate change in geography and you also do it in biology so it's kind of like three subjects doing it and when I learned it I learned them at the exact same time in the different lessons so it's not that hard so in topic nine we're going to talk about the early atmosphere and the types of gases that were there and how it changed greenhouse gases um, impacts of climate change and how human activity changed that Uh, common atmospheric pollutants so that's stuff like carbon monoxide and that kind of stuff and combustion so it's probably going to be quite short this um, episode which isn't bad isn't a bad thing it's a good thing actually and we'll get right into it but before we do that I just wanted to say that it's a holidays so do enjoy yourself make sure you're not just doing revision all the time because that's really boring have a life so you know enjoy stuff go with your friends do your hobbies whatever you want to do so now we can start so now on to the revision. There is evidence for early atmosphere and the type of gases that were there, but it's limited because it happened so long ago and we weren't really there as humans. So it's kind of hard to predict what was there. The first thing we do know though, is that there was intense volcanic activity. And this meant that carbon dioxide, nitrogen and water, water vapor was produced, but there was little to no oxygen. Um, the nitrogen produced gradually built up in the atmosphere and there may have been a small percentage of methane and ammonia. So this water vapour condensed to form the oceans and when the oceans formed carbon dioxide dissolved into the water and carbonates, 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 no that's definitely carbonates, carbonates precipitated to produce sediments so this reduced the CO2 in the atmosphere. I'm going to go over that again. So, first thing, intense volcanic activity, okay? Uh, This produced carbon dioxide, nitrogen, and water vapour, and there was little to no oxygen in the environment. This produced nitrogen, which gradually built up, and there might have been some small percentage of methane and ammonia. The water vapour condensed to form the oceans, and when the oceans formed, carbon dioxide dissolved into the water, and carbonates, 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 I feel like it's carbonates precipitated to produce sediments. Yeah, it's carbonates. So the CO2 that dissolved in the water and the carbonates precipitated to produce sediments. So that's why there was a reduce in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. So now, how did oxygen increase in the atmosphere? Well, Photosynthesis carried out by plants and algae, algae, 
um, that increased the oxygen because if you remember, the equation for photosynthesis is water plus carbon dioxide turns into glucose and oxygen. That took me a while, but I got there in the end and that's what's important. The percentage of oxygen increased to a level that allowed animals to evolve. I've had uh, questions where it's like, why couldn't life evolve in Venus, for example? And the answer would be something along the lines of there wasn't enough oxygen um, to allow animals to evolve. Then carbon dioxide, why did it decrease? Well, photosynthesis removes CO2 from the atmosphere because it's carbon dioxide plus water. Those are your reactants that give you glucose and oxygen. So that reduced it. And the formation of sedimentary rocks, like we talked about, um, carbon dioxide dissolves into the water and carbonates precipitate to produce sediments. So there's formation of sedimentary rock and the formation of fossil fuels contain carbon. So that also reduced the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Now greenhouse gases. I think we're pretty much halfway through at this point and it's only been three minutes. So this might be the shortest one I've ever done. So greenhouse gases. What is classified as a greenhouse gas in chemistry? Well, in chemistry, it's carbon dioxide, methane and water vapour. In geography, it's different. It's carbon dioxide, methane and nitric acid. So it's different in different subjects. So make sure you know carbon dioxide, methane and water vapour. So what happens in normal when there isn't, let me try to explain this. What happens when there isn't that many greenhouse gases in the atmosphere? What's meant to happen is that visible light enters the atmosphere through the sun and it has a short wavelength and then is absorbed by the earth and re-radiated as a longer infrared wave. But now with, and it escapes into the, into space, but now with the greenhouse gases, the larger infrared waves cannot penetrate through the greenhouse gases through the layer of greenhouse gases. So they're trapped in the atmosphere and uh, radiate back in onto the earth. So this means that the heat is trapped in the atmosphere and this warms up the planet. Now, what are the human activities that make this worse? You have deforestation, burning fossil fuels, farming of livestock, so stuff like cattle, and landfill sites. So it's difficult to model such complex systems because climate change, um, climate change is really complex and this leads to simplified models and then speculation and opinions are presented in the media that may be based on only parts of the evidence and may be biased. So people claiming that climate change is not a thing um, are normally are places or from people that benefit from oil production and oil um, mining. So because of because it's so complex and people kind of try to simplify it, it leads to speculation and then people try to use it for their own gain. Because if you have an oil company, you're not going to want people to say that oil is really bad for the environment and you should stop using it. So just to say again, deforestation is a big thing because if you think about it, trees are being cut down. And that's less photosynthesis. Trees and forests basically act like a carbon sink because it's. Um, if you look at the carbon cycle, it's one of the only natural ways that you can reduce carbon dioxide and that's from photosynthesis. You have burning fossil fuels um, that releases CO2 into the atmosphere and then we use this for fuel. 
you have farming of livestock, so cattle, they actually burp and fart methane. I don't know what to say in like a proper exam for that. I probably would not say burp and fart, but I would probably say the cows release methane. Don't say burp and fart. You might get the mark for it, but I don't know if that would be appropriate. Be like, mm, the cows burp and fart methane. I would just say they release methane. Then you have landfill sites, which release greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. Okay, and what are the impacts of climate change? There's four main impacts you need to know, and that is sea levels rising, so that will cause flooding, and it could also create loss of habitat, drought, so that would affect countries, and drought then makes it harder for crops to be um, grown, and that could lead to famine. Drought also in some places of um, Africa make it really dry and this could lead to a lot of people suffering from water stress but most importantly and this is more um, important for places like East Africa but mosquitoes are normally less common in the mountains of East Africa but with the higher temperatures this will mean that mosquitoes can breed at higher levels um, higher altitudes and this can cause lots of deaths because of malaria so that's another bad thing it's just trying to add on to the points flooding obviously it will become a bad place to live no it'll just be bad because then you have people being put out of their homes being forced out of their homes jobs will be probably lost and you might need to have some aid especially if it's in a really poor country if it's more in a developed country i, I guess it won't be as bad but in a less developed country that that could be a, a serious consequence and then you have ice caps melting that's a habitat's lost for place uh, like the polar bears for example uh with the ice caps melting like obviously that leads to sea levels rising and then desertification which it makes it really hard to grow crops and stuff like that farmers will be affected because they're not producing as much yield then what is carbon footprint? Carbon footprint is the amount of greenhouse gases emitted over the full life cycle of a product, service or event. And now we're going to talk about common atmospheric pollutants. So those are carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide and oxides of nitrogen and particulates. So when fuel is burnt, gases are released. You get stuff like carbon dioxide, as we talked about, water vapour, carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide and oxides of nitrogen and they all have their impacts so carbon monoxide is very toxic it's colorless odorless and not easily detected i mean we could go into the biology side of things but basically if you breathe in carbon monoxide it basically mixes with your bloodstream it enters your bloodstream and it mixes with a hemoglobin to form carby carbo Mm-mm. no that's why i say it carboxy hemoglobin carboxy hemoglobin yeah and so it's a non-reversible reaction so it binds to the hemoglobin so your blood cells can't carry oxygen and the blood is no longer to ca- being able to carry oxygen and this lack, lack of oxygen causes the body cells and tissues to fail and die so it's not a good thing it can cause death and it's very dangerous because it's colorless and odorless so you can't tell if it's in the air and it's not easily detected then you have sulfur dioxide and oxides of nitrogen. 
They don't really cause that much problems in humans. You could get a respiratory system, but it causes acid rain, which is the main um, consequence. And this kills plants and aquatic animals. And it can also damage statues or damages to forests. And then you have particulates, which create global dimming or contribute to global dimming. And they also give health problems. They also cause health problems. Then we have combustion. This is the last thing. Oh, this is like 10 minutes long. Okay. So combustion. You have incomplete combustion and complete combustion. This is really important, actually. So incomplete combustion. Or should we do complete? We'll do complete combustion first. So complete combustion produces carbon dioxide and, and water. So the this happens when there is enough oxygen in the atmosphere. So the equation, the word equation is a hydrocarbon plus oxygen turns into carbon dioxide and water. And that's when you have enough oxygen. But then you have incomplete combustion, which produces um, carbon dioxide, but it also produces uh, carbon monoxide and carbon, which is basically soot. So the word equation for that is hydrocarbon plus oxygen turns into carbon monoxide and carbon uh, and carbon dioxide and water. So that is not not good, obviously, because you have your carbon monoxide, which is, remember, toxic, colourless, odourless, and could kill you. And this happens if there isn't enough oxygen in the environment. And as there are small amounts of sulphur and nitrogen in the fuels, these also oxidise, because this combustion normally happens in fuels, um, to sulphur oxides and the oxides of nitrogen, which are also pollutants and they cause acid rain and that's all for today that was actually i think this is the shortest episode i've done but like i said it's a pretty easy topic it's just learning the facts as is everything it's just a memory game school is and that's it so we'll go into the outro uh i hope this helped Thank you for listening to GCSE Revision with Jazz. I hope this episode helped you in any way, shape or form. And that now, hopefully, you know topic 9, chemistry of our atmosphere, a bit better. And that's it. Uh, I hope you're having a great day or night, wherever you are in the world. Bye.